Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark and Vibrant Living with Tanya. Menopause is like going through puberty again. Your body is changing, your hormones are shifting, but instead of being a lost teenager, it's the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done simply so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals, and thank you for joining me. Welcome to the Sugar and Cravings five-part mini-series. This is part two, and we are diving into what does sugar do to you mentally and physically. In the first episode, we covered what exactly is sugar and what's the problem with sugar, and I gave you an actionable step to follow And so let me know, how did you do? Did you put that into action? Remember, we need actions to get results. But anyway, let's dive into today's episode. I'm not a rat, but I want to tell you a little something. Rats would rather have sugar than cocaine. Rats who were addicted to cocaine quickly switched to sugar when presented to them as an option. Rats would rather work when their reward is sugar than cocaine. This was the case 94% of the time, according to a a new research study where they looked at refined sugar is far more addictive than cocaine, Hmm. right? So I, knowing this, I'm giving myself some loving and have given myself some loving because this is something I wrote about my book, Cookie Dough in the Dark. And I also want you to give yourself some loving and a big hug right now because getting off sugar or reducing it is a very hard addiction to break, especially as we chatted about in the first episode. It's in so many of the products that we eat that we don't even realize. So I really hope you um, either, you know, got the 30 day added sugar detox or took some steps just to see what added sugar is in your diet and how you can start to minimize it. All right. And even though this may be a hard addiction to break, it doesn't mean we throw in the towel and just keep coping amounts of sugar. Nope, nope, not a nada, not on my watch. And it doesn't mean we have to switch to fake, the fake stuff either, which is a whole other episode. We just need to learn some actionable steps so that we can reduce our sugar load. Remember, this isn't about saying goodbye to it forever. It's how can we reduce it? So as I mentioned before, you know, sugar is everywhere. It's accessible to any age group, to almost anyone at any time. It's cheap. It's accepted. It tastes good. And when you're feeling down in the dumps or tired, it can immediately make you feel fantastic even though only momentarily, uh, and give you a boost of quick energy and then a crash, okay? Um, But why why do we reach for this? Why should we reach for some cucumber and hummus? Like, why don't we gravitate to that? And this is part of what we're gonna uncover in this, this series that we're chatting about. And one of the reasons is, is because sugar gives us a very quick boost and makes us feel good, even if it's only temporary, 
And remember, check out episode number 17, where we talk about this is not about willpower. This is about dopamine, because it really helps you understand what's happening in your body. So according to The Hunger Fix, uh, which is a book by Dr. Pamela Peek, animals are given a choice between an Oreo cookie and morphine, and the animal will choose the Oreo cookie. And I chose a lot of Oreo cookies, too, in my day. Um, and still, <laughs> there's still, uh, you know, I can just taste them right now as I'm speaking to you. Oh, there's my dog. Okay. And she mentions that the cookie is the perfect combination of fat and sugar. And this hijacks our brain's reward center, right? Remember that these companies are spending a lot of money and time so that we become addicted to these foods. All right. And I know it has certainly hijacked me more than once. So again, check out episode 17 and that will dive further into some brain reward centers and dopamine. All right, that innocent looking bag of chips or a chocolate bar or home-baked cookies or just think of what you gravitate to is ready to set you up for an internal catastrophe, but it's a party first, all right? It's sending you a message to your brain going, woot, woot, this party is rocking. Have some of that sugar. You're feeling tired. Have some, some, you know, cake, candy, pop, whatever it is. Boost your energy up. And you're feeling so fine and you're happy and you've set off these reward centers in your brain and things are looking good and the brain is releasing your feel-good neurotransmitters. Remember, that's just a fancy word for carrying signals along and between your nerves like serotonin and dopamine and beta endorphin. And this surge gives us intense pleasure. And remember, our brain is going after pleasure. It seeks pleasure, avoids pain. Okay, and yeah, it certainly does because I've enjoyed that high many times. It blocks out that pain. It takes you to your happy place, but then you crash and you can check out episode, uh, what episode is it? It is episode number six, where I uh, talk about the three to 5 p.m. crash. So that is a good one to listen to as well. Okay, so we crash. And what happens is that uh, over time, we need more of that substance to take us to that happy place. And bingo, future cravings and that pleasurable feeling we get sets us in. And this is where we can have mild to moderate cravings, moderate to insane cravings. Then we can start, you know, going into that addiction where we get lost in this eating of food to numb us or boost us up, whatever it is. So just think about that spectrum, think of where you are on that spectrum. And then, you know, think about, uh, we talked about, I think it was in episode 24, stages of change. Do you even want to change it? And where are you on the change cycle? According to the sugar or the Canadian Sugar Institute, the average North American, which I mentioned in, in our part one of this series, eats about 13 to 21 teaspoons of added sugar per day. And this is, again, why it's really a great place to start with that 30-day added sugar detox, because we are consuming too many processed and ultra-processed foods and fizzy drinks and, you know, uh, the, the fancy coffees and all of that kind of stuff. So... Uh, we are getting a lot of feel-good surges, a lot of glucose spikes every single day, and it is not good for us, everybody, okay? I, I don't like to say that, but I'm going to speak the truth. 
So one study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found high sugar impact foods trigger the nucleus accumbens, which is the region of your brain that controls, controls reward and craving. And researchers noticed this domino addictive pattern plays a specific, or sorry, plays a special significance to eating behavior at the next meal, which I really talked about in episode number 17. And I've, I've put together um, a, a free guide. It's called the five hacks to cut cravings. And I'll put the link at the bottom. But again, this really explains um, some five hacks that you can do and the importance of breakfast and how breakfast sets you up for uh, your day. Okay. So, oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack, unpack in all of this. But anyway, let's keep going. One thing I never really knew about or paid much attention because I really did think it was boring. I thought it was complicated. It was over my head and um, was hormones. And I did an episode, it's number 18, what you cannot, what you can and cannot control. It's a really good, it's like 10 minutes. It's a Facebook live I did. I uploaded it into the podcast, but it really gives you a rough idea of your estrogen, progesterone and testosterone, what you can and cannot control because your hormones are changing. You cannot control those, but there's definitely some things that you can control. But there's also um, other hormones uh, working inside of us, right? And we're going to touch upon those today, which are uh, insulin and cortisol. And again, all these hormones work in relationship to each other. So listen to episode 18 uh, for just a little further background on this. So, you know, I dug into learning a little bit about my hormones. And then I figured out that my blood sugar levels were all over the place. They were unstable. I was glucose spiking all the time and not really understanding why. So I'm gonna give you a little scenario here to, just to play this out. But one of the reasons of why it's important to keep our blood sugar levels stable is because um, when we do, it keeps us slim and trim, mentally balanced, energetic, and full of energy and our cravings at bay. But the most important part of all everybody is that it really helps reduce our chance of diabetes and further chronic illnesses. These glucose spikes are not our friends. And that's why, uh, again, I all or nothing doesn't work for me. That's why I put together this brand new hack guide. And definitely applying those hacks really uh, reduces your chances of um, elevated spiking blood sugar levels during the day. So when you eat refined carbohydrates, remember refined carbohydrates, those simple carbohydrates, the one that give us that quick boost of energy that dissolve really quickly, that spike our insulin, that spike our glucose levels, like crackers and bread and pasta and sweets and pop and juice and alcohol and, you know, uh, chips, and everything, your body gets busy and it communicates like this. Okay, so the glucose, your sugar says, hey, insulin hormone in the pancreas, get busy secreting your insulin because I ate something sweet. It's your job to unlock my tissues and escort glucose, which is sugar, out of my blood and into my tissue cells to use as energy. And then your hormone insulin says, okay, sugar, I'll do my best 
but oh no, there's too much glucose coming in for me to handle with everything that you just ate. Some of it's going to have to remain in your blood. Yikes, that's not a problem if you do it occasionally, but you don't want to make it a habit or you will have a problem. And those problems include fat storage and more inflammation. And remember, inflammation is the root of disease, which can promote even more fat storage and lead to, uh, you know, pain. It's also going to block our hormone leptin, which is the hormone that lets us know when we are full. And if you have listened to my episodes, I have talked about the fact that I have a very difficult time um, getting signals from my leptin. Like I do not feel full that much. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm working to bring that better into balance. And I use the hunger scale and also I've been reducing my blood sugar levels. So anyway, okay. Then glucose responds. Well, then I better watch how much sugar, remember your sugar, your processed grains, chip, alcohol, dessert, sweet juices. Okay. I eat at one sitting and how often I ask you to release insulin. And then your cortisol hormone has his hand up waving, waving in the back. And it says, hey, don't forget about me. Don't get my levels up too high. Remember, cortisol is your stress hormone. Make sure you are relaxed and not stressed out. Okay, notice when you're craving um, your sweets and food and you're not hungry. What are you stressed? Okay, so when you are too stressed, it will increase increase your urge even more for your comfort foods. And I'm not talking about celery sticks here, people. Okay. And when I'm high on this, this cortisol, right, the hormone uh, ghrelin, 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 sorry, sends a message that you want to eat even more. Oh my gosh. Okay. Isn't this just crazy? So your cortisol hormone says, Hey, can you suggest a few tricks that will get me off this sugar roller coaster, this fat storage train? Again, um, go back to episode eight, where we talk about, are you a sugar or a fat burner? Okay, your hormone insulin pipes up and it says, make sure to eat lots of organic greens, vegetables, healthy fats and proteins and low sugar fruits eat real food, move your body daily and drink lots of water. Make sure you're pooping properly and for everybody that's at least one time a day, okay? And this will really help me out and keep you feeling slim and trim, sexy, energy, decrease your chances of uh, diabetes and other chronic diseases. All right, from that hormonal havoc that I just explained, you can begin to understand how sugar can build up in your body, how you might even, you know, move into the addiction category or at least really intense cravings. But with the right strategies, you can free yourself, even if you've been eating sugar for years. And trust me, I have had so much sugar over the years, okay? And I still 
I'm human, just like you. I can still have a piece of chocolate, know exactly what's happening to my hormones, know exactly how disastrous the next piece of chocolate is to my dopamine, to my body, and still do it. (laughs) But the thing is, is I have to be honest with you. I do it much less. Okay, I do it much less. And the other thing is, is I've really worked on improving my vegetable intake. Um, I do lift weights. I do move my body. I really look after my self-control or self-care um, and self-love. And I don't control, I don't deprive, I don't restrict, I don't rely on willpower. I have I have so many tools in my toolbox now to really help me um keep my blood sugar levels, <clears throat> excuse me, more evened out. Okay, and the five hacks guide, sorry, I have a frog in my throat, the five um, hacks to cut your sugar cravings, or sorry, just your cravings will is really helpful. And so is the 30 day added sugar detox. So during the day, when your blood sugar levels are kept pretty even, it means that your hormones are also kept pretty even. And your adrenals stay balanced and therefore they aren't secreting too much cortisol. And when you are stressed, anyone, your blood sugar levels begin to swing. And guess what? You want sugar or your favorite comfort food. And that's why it's really important to manage the stress in your life. You can't get rid of stress. We need stress. We need to learn how to manage stress. And if it is too much to learn how to decrease that stress from your life. Because it's very interesting. Um, I wrote about this. Where did I write about this? Oh, it's in one of the presentations that I do. But um, when you are stressed, your body doesn't know whether you're eating a donut or if you're stressed and it will still hold on to the your body fat. So stress is a really important um, action item for you. All right. So we have talked about in our last episode where sugar is hiding. I've given you an actionable item to either look at the added sugars yourself or to pick up my 30-day sugar detox, added sugar detox. You can go to vibrantlivingwithtanya.com and you can see some resources at the top. I will include in the show notes the 30-day added sugar detox. I will uh, include my... Um, free hack guide, five hacks to cut your cravings. And I'm reading some of what I'm, you know, sharing in this series out of my book, Cookie Dough in the Dark. So you can always go to my website too and either read the first chapter for free. You can uh, pick it up and get a digital copy. It's got lots of recipes. It's got lots of strategies. And it really gives people a lot of comfort because I went through some really... Uh, incredible, you know, sugar things in my life, and I have come out the other side. So that's another actionable item. You can pick up the digital or the I'll send a copy to you in the mail. I used to have it on Amazon, but I took it off. So the only way to get my book is really through me. And also check out episodes number 17 about dopamine, uh, number 18 about your hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, what you can and cannot control. Um, episode number six, where I talk about the three to 5 p.m. crash and episode number eight, are you a sugar or fat burner? And if you haven't listened to episode, uh, the first episode in these, this series, which I believe is episode 26, 
then um, listen to that one. So you have a better understanding today of just what exactly sugar is doing in your body, how your hormones are reacting, how it is, you know, you can't out willpower this. Like you really need to take some actionable items with how you're moving your body, how you're eating your food, what food you're eating. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Share this with your gal pals. This is life-changing information, everybody. And I know I say I'll see you in the next episode, but I just, it rolls off my tongue. It's hard not to say. So I'll see you in the next episode, everybody.